1: Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I've been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings as we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions. And in their own words, they share some heartwarming stories and a few inspiring outcomes and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself.
0: Something in the air, something in the
1: and in this episode... We listen in on a previous reading I did with Maria. She's returned to tell us about the messages and their meanings. And I invite you to tune in as we hear her story about how she initially came to me through a psychic radio show several years ago. When messages came through regarding her parents and her daughter, she knew she had to return. And you're going to hear more about those messages right after this. Something in the air, always something.
0: Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson.
1: Maria is a beautiful soul, and she's a nurse in Florida who originally met me through a psychic show that I was on. At that time in her life, she had big transitions in front of her and she was needing guidance. She called in, and not only did she get through, Spirit asked me to take up my entire program for her reading. Maria has returned for subsequent readings over the years. And in this episode, we get to flash back to a recent reading that I did with Maria using some animal messaging cards. Maria shares some personal revelations from her reading that touched her soul. Maria is here to share with us, in her own words, her fascinating journey and the revelation spirit had for her. And we're going to hear it all right after this.
0: Because small business owners need help. Thoughtfulmarketing.ca Helping businesses thrive.
1: Okay, welcome back. Thank you for joining us, Maria. And we had met some time ago on radio. Let's start there. Tell me about that.
0: So I was going through some major life challenges. Um, and I called a radio station and there was multiple psychics that were, um, giving readings. it was a 15 minute session. I remember you asked me if I had a question and I had so, I was like, I have so many questions. And you said, what sign are you? And I said, I'm a Gemini. And then you said, Oh, my little Gemini, you're going through a lot of changes. And I, I did not say one word. Um, you said there was two Scorpios around you. Um, they're elderly. They have uh, health issues. And those were my parents. And you said uh, the older lady, um, she takes medication frequently, but you're going to help her take her to the doctor. They're going to change her medications. Um, and the letters are going to be R and Y. Those letters are going to be in the medication. And I remember like, as you were reading me, you had said to the next caller, that you couldn't read them because there were so many other things going on, right? It was just so much. And so you read me for the 30 minutes. I went ahead and booked a reading with you. But while I was waiting to get read by you, I took my mom to the doctor and they changed her medications and the letters, it was uh, to cinemet So she, she was on cinemet and they changed her from cinemet to Rytary, which is R-Y-T-A-R-Y. So I was like, Oh my God. But I mean, like there were so many things Like you said, you have an Aquarius little girl around you. Well, my not my daughter, and she is an Aquarius. And so you, you know, gave me insight on her, like my relationship. Um, And at that time I was single. Um, So it just, to me, I was mind blown. And then of course the reading that we had, the official um, reading, I was just like, It's like the best movie ever. And you just kind of want to watch part two or part three or, you know, like it was just so much and you just kept talking and talking and talking. (laughs) And I've been around like so many spiritual people. So I'm not new to psychics or um, spiritual gurus or, you know, because I do have a foundation and, you know, spirituality and I'm very intuitive and things like that. You just blew my mind. I was just like, oh my God. And then another thing that you said is like, you don't read people right away after they're reading. You wait six months because the story needs to unfold. And, you know, that was like my first lesson that I I was like, wow, because normally the people that I know that would read, they would read me anytime. And Mm. I came to realize that a lot of the things that you have said, you know, if you give me a timeline, it happens. But when you mention things, a lot of the times it happens like a year later, two years later, yeah, and and I respected you even more for that. So that's how we met.
1: <laughs> that's pretty powerful. Uh, I do have that rule about not seeing someone right away because what I find is, um I want spirit to guide you. I've given you a few signposts that Spirit told me about you, but, I really want you to like build your relationship with God, with spirit. I want you to know that spirit has your back. They told me these things about you. This is what they're showing me and to follow it. Like I mm-hmm. keep telling you these things, like it's just, you're not, you're, it's not your anxiety. It's, it's spirit. And so sometimes it could feel the same way. And so thank you because when you bring me back to doing radio, like that was like nine years ago. Yeah. I was yep. really nervous because you have to understand on the the radio you're talking about, it's internet radio. I don't see or meet anyone. There's a producer talking in my ear, and they've kind of picked you. And I just read blindly whoever is across from me, right? And so um thank you for that information because I get really nervous because <laughs> I think <laughs> some of the stuff I tell people, I just feel like, oh my gosh, that feels crazy. <laughs> it feels yeah. Crazy. It feels right. And so we, I'm going to sort of fast forward a little bit because I've read you a few times and I'm going to bring you to our last reading though, Mm -hmm. because there was some pretty significant things still in your timeline, still kind of going on. And in fact, part of it you called me or you messaged me and called me and you were like, my daughter, I love my daughter. <laughs> and I I had made a prediction in that time about your daughter really finding her independence. She's an Aquarian girl. That yeah. is what they do. Freedom is their butterfly heart. You know, it's their wings. She's going to be okay, you know? Yeah. And that her path is pretty strong, kind of like her mama and kind of like her grandmama. We began that reading with... A bit of an exercise. And every time I read people, I start a bit differently, you know? I Yeah, that was, that was different. different. Okay, we're going to start with something fun and light, and we're going to bring in your energy, and then we're going to get right into it, okay? Okay. I would like you to begin by counting backwards from seven, out loud, slowly. And as you say each number, I want you to imagine yourself becoming more rooted, more grounded, and more present in your room.
0: Seven. Six,
1: five, four, three, two, one. Now, we're going to look at all seven, but we're going to start at number seven. And that governs your crown chakra, your mind, your ideas, your belief systems, things you might be thinking about.
0: So I did listen to the reading and I took some notes and we started with a nightingale.
1: We get the little nightingale, Mm -hmm. our beautiful little nightingale. If you can imagine just getting their voice, just getting, getting their voice, understanding uh, that they're also the light in the dark and that your thoughts are heard. Your prayers are heard.
0: It was my parents. um, They were together and um, they basically were saying that, yes, I'm being heard. And it was funny because you, you mentioned sparrows.
1: Truly, your mom and dad will show up as like little sparrows or little nesting. You'll have a nest maybe being built around your house. Mm -hmm. Something where the birds visit there. And that's them. And it sounds odd, but that's the little nightingale. And so they hear you.
0: Prior to our reading like a week prior, because it dawned on me later on. There was two little birds, two little sparrows, that would come, and they would just kind of sit by my screen, and I would see them, and I'm like, "Oh, they're so cute because i've never they've never gotten that close and I was like, "Oh my God, so when fast forward back to the reading, when you had said that, and I was like, "Oh my God, also on the way to work, and I know it's springtime. I know what happens during yeah. spring, but um I've seen like almost every day a nest like an eagle's nest or you know and I was like wow that's just to me it's just crazy that you had mentioned that and as far as me getting my voice I guess you'll understand why this is so important because the second card okay because you're gonna understand about my voice in a minute okay yeah so it was the third eye and that was the whale
1: no, we're going to keep going because we're going to go to number six and this governs your third eye. And so relationships, it's also our psychic eye. So that's a relationship with humans and God. And so you get the whale. Well, you know, you might be a relationships person as big as a whale. And so let's talk about that because the whale is actually a very intelligent, sensitive, uh, social creature. Sometimes they could be the biggest personality in the room, you know, right. <laughs> I would imagine.
0: And you said I was a relationship person. Um, It's like the biggest personality.
1: So the whale's like oceans apart. So relationships, you have a relationship with someone who could be like that, you know, the whale. Big, bigger than life, big ideas. And he's oceans apart. Yeah, that's the whale. And it's true because he's in Australia. And so we'll come back to him.
0: You mentioned about also it's like a relationship relationship. In oceans apart, which I do have a boyfriend, and he lives in Australia and I live in the US. Yeah. So, everything that I'm talking about, so I guess towards the end, you'll understand the whole story why that's so important. Also, the whale represents like the boss, right? So, um, and then the throat chakra was the scorpion, and you said my voice, the conversations at work, um, that I would have to basically call people out, um, but I also. Do understand that I have to be careful with my words because they they could sting.
1: So number five, let's take a look. Scorpion comes up. Well, you know the scorpion gets a bad rap, but the scorpion can talk about life, death, disease, beginnings, mm-hmm. endings. They can be a persevering, focused, esoteric. If you make them angry, they'll sting you. <laughs>
0: the heart chakra which is the earthworm flushing out the old ways and coming into my new that I'm not impulsive and I don't do that anymore I don't stress over I don't stress over time right the time that I have to wait that's pretty profound
1: yeah I just
0: said that everybody I just
1: Ah, the earthworm. Now, the earthworm is underestimated as those fascinating little creatures are. They've outlasted all kinds of animals, and they, <laughs> they convert negative into positive, like trash into compost. They refine earth; they make it richer. So your heart is being enriched, and you're flushing out all the negative past attachments mm-hmm. and you're converting your heart chakra about how you feel about things. And it tells me that maybe in this relationship, you can work things through, right? In that heart chakra, as opposed to maybe being like a, a panther where you'd be like, and, yeah, you know? but no, yeah. it's the earthworm. So you're willing to process things. Mm-hmm. And that's different. Beautiful. It's not as impulsive. True. Yeah, so I, I don't stress over time as
0: much that to me was very, it was very impactful. And then you talked about the oyster, the hidden gifts, motivation, and don't let the environment at work bring me down.
1: Ah, oh, I love this. The oyster, the oyster has hidden gifts, little pearls, right? <laughs> pearls of gifts and wisdom. And you're motivated by them and your pearls of money, anything that you, you plant, You invest, you put away. Those little pearls are going to be valuable, right? And so just like an oyster, that oyster sustains that pearl. So the environment you're putting around that, and you're motivated by it, your home, your finances, those little pearls, and your hidden gifts.
0: Also, um, you said in my sacral chakra, there was a wise owl, inner wisdom. I share everything at work, mentoring. I'm not the boss and I'm not you know, supervisor, I'm there to lead people and mentor.
1: I love it. The wise owl. Ah, absolutely. Now, again, you know what I find kind of interesting? We, we got the bird here, the nightingale in the mind. Yeah. And then in, in your sacral, we have the owl. Now the owl also eats oyster scorpions and probably nightingales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And earthworms. Mm-hmm. Wise owl. Inner wisdom. You're a medicine woman, right? That's the owl. That's, yeah. the, the feathers are the teachings. And you wear them like a cloak. Oh, okay. yeah. And you're always willing to share everything you learn. I right? love it. You wear like a cloak. So you'd be a good trainer, teacher, motivator, mentoring, coaching, not being the boss because owls are a bit loner in that. Although they could be extroverted and uh, they got sharp claws, they hang back, they watch, they assess, they know what they're going into. They're not damn, yeah. they're wise, right? In the natural world We need owls to control pests, right? And pest control. Yeah, yeah. Your role in that might be pretty good. So that Scorpio voice being a bit direct, critical, life, death. You're you're in charge of sort of this whole COVID thing. So that makes total sense.
0: It's funny, after I thought all of this was related at the time of our reading to what I was doing, the new projects with the vaccination clinic and things like that. So my answers were very in the now. Now, looking back, I got offered a position to lead and run two service lines for the hospital. And you had mentioned in my reading that I would not be in healthcare care anymore per se, not like uh, taking care physically of people.
1: I don't know that you're actually going to stay in physical health care.
0: Yeah, I really am not wanting to be... It is so political right now and toxic. I'm trying not to get discouraged. So I really do enjoy even working on the COVID floor because even people are dying every single day. You know, I'm able to be there for them. I just actually had a really bad code. I had to do CPR to this little Colombian guy that I was talking to. And right before he died, because I even told the nurse, I said, we need to get help right away because the doctors just left and they didn't do anything about it. So anyways, I went in there and I felt like I was meant to be there because I said, are you in pain? He goes, no. I said, are you scared? And he said, no. And then he said, God bless you. And he just, you know, grabbed my hand, but I could tell his breath up anyways, but I'm okay. And so I love that. I'm not saying that I, you know, I am, I am not cool with people dying every single day. And we don't see that. That's not normal. So I do love that aspect of the hospital, but I want to be there. I'm not
1: driven by that. And money doesn't drive me either. And when you try to keep peace and keep harmonizing, keep healing, especially toxic environments, if you don't have anything left to believe in or champion, right?
0: But I'm still a medicine woman, but I am in healthcare, but more in the operational side. And so when you mentioned about The scorpion, um, I've had to have already conversations that are very difficult that I'm not used to go and dealing with in the moment.
1: And it's tough conversations with people. Like, man, you would have to call people out, people you love, people Mm -hmm. that are around you. And Scorpio, we might be talking about addictions, mental health, worries, depression, things that you see in people around you and that you have to call them out. Yeah. Okay?
0: And people are not used to that either. So my words stung and I did flip out a couple of times, (laughs) right? And so so it's just because I was so overwhelmed, but also trying to understand my role. When you said that I'm not there to manage people or supervise, I'm there to lead and be a mentor and educate and share information. Well, I had to check myself. Because I everybody was allowing me to manage everything, people, everything. And then because I flipped, I lost my shit um, a couple of times. You know, I had to go and talk to uh, one of the directors and she has, she's like, let me mentor you, please. So mm-hmm. she was like, you need to understand your role. You know, it's more about like you're there to grow the service line. And I had said that. I was like, I, I know that I'm not trying to manage people, I want to grow people. And she's like, that's exactly what you're there. So let the office manager do whatever, let the clinical manager, whatever. So it kind of like just put me in check that when I was listening to the reading, I was like, oh my God, when she was talking about the scorpion and my voice and how to use it. And yeah, I will have to have difficult um, conversations, even with the doctors, like, come on, we have to have this meeting. They're like, why do I have to meet? And I'm like, all right, come on, sit next to me. And well, you know, like, and, and it's just, people don't like approaching certain levels of leadership, right? Yeah. And then I have to also present to the whole executive team about like the financials and and then I have to call certain things out. I'm like, well, we've, we have this huge variance and I don't know, like I'm doing wreath. So it's like shedding light. You also said that I would be shedding light to a lot of the things. And so that's exactly what I'm doing. And then the whale has a lot because I am there, I do have kind of a big personality when I go into a room, just a little bit, right? And so I I understand that I have to tone it down even in meetings. In the reading, you said that I I was gonna realize that I can use my voice and my voice is being heard. And so I need to understand that that's the place that I need to come from versus like just being, you know, reactive and stuff. And then you also represented the whale with my boyfriend, Michael. And you said, Oh, he's the boss. And it's funny because the whale is like the largest animal in the in the ocean. And so he's a Sagittarius rising, which is ruled by Jupiter. Right. And usually <laughs> Jupiter, like and the you're like a lot of personality. Mind. Yeah. And then Pisces, uh, sun and moon. So the water. So there you go. But it was funny, like, I mean, that's what i also attach to the, yeah. the whale right that's my also my because inter- i'm huge into astrology so um you said about my psychic self to follow my intuition um and in pursuing astrology and that's something that i definitely have been doing a lot more now studying astrology um and and i do want to pursue some sort of you know um whether I'm being interviewed or or doing a podcast on reviewing astrology transits. And I mean, that's how all, like we all learn. There's so much
1: about astrology that you can't learn it like in a year or two. It's a journey. It's not a, it's not a destination. Yeah.
0: Never. Oh, and then you said that I was not going to stay physically in healthcare, but I understand I already said that because I'm more into the operational because I've been a nurse for 15 years at the bedside and now I do, Financial reports and things. And I'm like, does anybody have a Foley or an IV that I could do? <laughs> <laughs> they want me to touch. Anyone, blood, anyone, poop. But, um, and then I also, in my reading, I was questioning, should I continue my BSN? Because I was so over the toxicity in the hospital um and so and it's funny because in the practice in the clinic it's also toxic but different and you also mentioned for me not to get into the minutia basically like not get into it just understand where it's coming from but don't carry it with me so I don't react right I was questioning should I continue school and you said you're on the right path
1: but know this, when the Lamb of God shows up on your soles of your feet, you're walking the right path. You're there for people in their final moments because they need you. And so just know that although this path feels hard, stick to where you're, you are, know you're doing the right work and that your rewards are coming because the medicines I think you move into will be more of the spiritual because you're so gifted at the transition. That's that Scorpio of life and death. And that mm-hmm. you're good at walking that journey with people and helping people really process uh, and not feel alone. And so how beautiful is that?
0: And so when I got this position, they had said uh, that I have to have a minimum of a, a bachelor's degree. So <laughs> that's what I was pursuing. And I'm like, fine. So I only just
1: spoke and said, yes. Yeah, so your yeah.
0: It's my journey and I have to complete it. Also, you talked about towards the end about working out like and that's something that I really wanted to incorporate into my life. But at the moment, you're like, you're going to be so busy. And of course, again, I thought it was due to the vaccination clinic or they offered me this other position and it was nothing. I was basically I'm like the director of the of the two service lines and it's a lot of work and so there's no way that I would be able to go and work out although I wanted
1: to at the time of our reading. Are you like kind of on and off with exercise.
0: Yes. I was just, I was just thinking about asking you, I yeah. promise you, I just had a little, Hey, ask her about exercise because yeah. exactly. I really want to start doing that. I want to give up some bad habits, like most, which is really bad.
1: Find some peace and balance in your life. That's the piece. Okay. You got to carve some space for this because okay. I feel like things might be so intense at work that when you come off, come off work and you're at home, you just shut off. And yes. it's like, that's that duality of Gemini, right? That they're just like, right. oh, they need yes. mental downtime. So I'm going to suggest go to a float spa. Okay. Yep. Go yep. float, have that shutdown time and balance it with treadmill, walking, weightlifting, like something that just balance those two and don't get don't feel like you have to like, oh, I got to get in shape. Just feel like you got to burn off your stress. What I would always say is if you need to make a change in your life like this, carve out the first hour of your day. And, and it doesn't have to be working out. It could be that's your self-care hour, right? You can go for a walk. You can have your cup of tea, do stretches, exercises. You can make sure you take your vitamins in that hour, listen to some positive meditations, and go for a walk, or your favorite podcast, or something to get um, your your chakras moving. Just make it the first hour of your day, because by the time you get through your entire day, you've given all your energy away.
0: What I have been doing, because you did say you have to like do something in the morning, like do positive affirmations, and my morning routine is the only check-in point in my life, like. That's when I check myself. I don't talk to anybody because I have to prepare myself yeah. for what's going to come because yeah. um, I'm going to be so overwhelmed um, just with information, right? And, and trying to organize my day. But you had mentioned about the importance of that and how much it was going to be beneficial to me, you know, and, and my health. And so I completely understand why I can't commit to working out at the, it's not the time um the scorpion okay i already told you i had a couple conversations coming Mm -hmm. to jesus with people and it wasn't really jesus wasn't really present (laughs) So my scorpion was like (laughs) i don't know where he went i'm like where were you (laughs)
1: right well you know what jesus did turn over all the tables at the mark at the temple when people were you know and so there is righteous indignation uh for sure (laughs) Let's talk about your daughter. So your daughter came up in the reading. It's interesting because please take this with love. And I mean this with love, but when you mentioned like the daughter's father, I think she might decide to live with him. My he's daughter, gonna, he's, she's going to follow his footsteps in some way. He's, he's going to open a gym with his partner. They're gonna open up their own gig. It's great. They're gonna make good money at this. I feel like this is a really, a really good thing. With her, she might look at higher education, training, working with her dad, being part of this whole cool thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that she can't be like far from you for long. So don't worry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's not gonna leave me.
1: So it's Well, good. yes, she's going to become independent, but living with her father. But that's okay because I feel like she can't go for long periods of time with, without being around you. We lovingly refer to her as Yuju, and so she's she's a wonderful Aquarian personality. Told like she literally messages me independently and says, "Oh my god, what are my grades going to be like?" Or is the Halloween bash now? <laughs> or so she messages so. Uh, tell me about your daughter.
0: She is um, 11 years old going on retirement. So <laughs> she's a,
1: she's an old soul. Totally. Um,
0: you know, she is definitely coming into her own and part of the reading. Um, I think that the most impactful part of the reading was my daughter. Like as far as like emotionally, I really took that personal to the point that, I wasn't even able, I was like, Oh my God, like what, how come she's not going to be with me and this and this and that, but I do understand. Cause I had to like for her birthday, I assumed that she had reacted and I was like, she doesn't even want me to be around anymore. Like I got really upset, but she is so independent and she works out all the time. And her passion is exercise and boxing and doing this. And her dad is a huge, uh, influence in that. And so when you had said that she was going to be with him, you know, and it's going to be like, she's going to train and this and that you had told me this before, but it just, I didn't realize that it was going to, cause I'm like, I don't want her to leave me, but she's not leaving me. She's just growing like into her own. Right. So it took me a little bit to understand, but I see it every day. Like she does CrossFit. She
1: does. And she's 11. Oh, my gosh. And she has a wonderful mentor in her father. Yeah. And she has a wonderful uh, support system there. And she's really focused on her health and well-being. Like, that is actually quite a quite a great involvement for your girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to be a strong, powerful little Aquarian. Like, in Tara, they show up as the Queen of Swords. So do Geminis and so do Libras, because they're air signs. And they carry the sword, like... When they make decisions, they're making decisions, you know. Yeah. Independence, their freedom, their ideas, their consciousness, and the communications are really pretty fundamental to them. She's probably like your mother and like yourself, and I'll, uh, you know, uh, and so all good stuff. She's a humanist. A-
0: humanitarian for sure and yeah. wants to you know care for people and she is very spiritual like she uses my pen like it's her pendulum yeah. and she'll ask like you know she's a pisces rising so and but has a capricorn moon
1: Ooh, and so that's another
0: and spiritual <laughs> yeah but yeah she's definitely gonna influence uh the collective right yes and so i know that we're gonna grow and with this leadership position, it also has taught me that I'm also growing into other things and realms and we're both growing together. And, you know, you had said it like, it's a perfect time for her to see me evolve. And she's seen me in different stages and at my lowest points and things like that. So um, it's a really good thing, actually.
1: The fact that you both share sort of the same ideology, right? Humanity. Mm-hmm. And then you have the same focus points. That'll always be kind of a bonding point, certainly. You know? But yeah, that was a pretty powerful piece.
0: One Go thing ahead. um about Michael, you did say that I was gonna see him in, you know, probably September and so. And so he had told me that um the borders in Australia were gonna open around September. So I thought that was funny.
1: You'll be trying to see your partner within seven months. It says, hang on, be patient. You'll know by September or you'll have solid plans by September. And maybe, you know, him coming here, you going there. So there's going to be plans around that. Also, you might have to make a hard decision. Like, are you staying where you live or are you going to Australia? There's a hard decision coming.
0: And then you had mentioned about a, a baby boy coming about.
1: There's a little boy coming baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very happy. It's not you. You're I, know. <laughs> I know. It's right around you. I feel like work, they're working on it. Um,
0: my brother Mario just, he, he just went through a divorce, but he does have a girlfriend and so, and they're pretty serious. And he actually went to the doctor cause he wasn't able to conceive or, or, or have any children with his ex-wife and they tried everything and so but he went to the doctor and he did everything and he apparently is able to uh, have children and so they're trying or they're they're planning on trying so i thought that was
1: very funny let's that. send let's send that beautiful energy to your brother
0: yeah collectively
1: right our collective thoughts for some baby making <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, that's beautiful and your partner coming as vaccines come and borders open things change and I know even when we discussed it, you're like, oh, I hope he comes sooner. But I, I was like, nah, September, that's okay. Um, I, I feel like that's a really, really good connection for you, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, he'd balance you out in some way and you balance him and you inspire him. So I feel like it'd be a pretty nice connection between the two of you.
0: Yes. It's, and he's very loyal. And I love that about him. He's just, I can't even explain, um. Like, I just have a security with him that I've never had. It, not that I need somebody to make me feel secure, but in a relationship, you need that, you know, mutual security. And it's just with him being on the other side of the world, he's just amazing. So,
1: well, I want to go back to something you mentioned about your parents just before we close up. I want to just go back to the nest and the birds. Mm-hmm. Because as they show up, those little nests and those little birds, I believe that, you know, you bought your house, which was a huge feather in your cap to buy your house this last year. Yeah. And you have this relationship, which in your gut has made you feel secure, hasn't created anxiety and mistrust and worries. And so those little nests that your parents keep showing you and those little sparrows is showing you that in your your home life, your relationship life, my little Gemini, you're, you're settling in, I'm not settling for you're settling in and you're getting mm-hmm. your security. And that just makes my heart bloom. I think that's absolutely wonderful.
0: No, you're absolutely right. It, I'm not settling for, I love that. Oh, that was deep. I'm settling in. I'm not settling for. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's big stuff. And
1: I just, I'm so happy for you as my friend.
0: When you had said that I was going to be really busy at work and I was going to start doing like, I don't know, or do my side hustle or I was going to, my job, I was going to evolve in some sort. And it's funny because I was the orthopedic navigator. And so my job evolved into like, like the, my boss said that I was elevated into a position and you had mentioned something that I was going to be like evolving or elevating into something else.
1: Maybe you're feeling like you need a change of pace with your work, something similar, but just a different group or a different environment in some way. Or you're gonna look at a side so gig here. that becomes a big gig. You might have some duality there where you'll have your regular work and then part-time work or a side hustle that becomes really where you're headed. That's that oyster, that's that those pearls that are you're you're trying to manifest, you're very motivated.
0: And so that's exactly, that's something else that I wanted to say. I'm sorry. Well, you just know, no
1: worries. Don't even, you know what? I actually, you know, what? it brought to mind one other thing when you just said that in your reading, we talked about the root, which was the lamb, oh, the yeah. lamb of God, oh, God. the lamb on your feet. The lamb, Aww. the lamb of God, that's the root. That is, of course, your daughter, the innocent, right? Mm-hmm. The little lamb, psyche, spirit. Jesus is the mm-hmm. lamb of God, right? And mm-hmm. so is that the root of your feet? It's Jesus. You step with Jesus. You step with God on your soles of your feet. Yeah, that's so true. And know that maybe your mom and dad want you to see that that you've got God on the soles of your feet and you're okay, Um, right? The lamb is the healer and the carpenter.
0: Yeah. So when you had said that and you said, I walk with God. So of course, you know, I'm very um, secure in the relationship that I have with God, Mm -hmm. but I've never given so much time to even like reading the word or or, like opening the Bible and just really reading what it's saying and just kind of understanding the relationship with God. And, so, and I, you know, I pray to my saints and I pray I pray to every, I pray to God every day, but that it's, it was beyond more than a prayer, right? Yeah. And so um, it was an, an actual conversation and it really helped me like just kind of root myself more. But when you had said that, that I'm walking with God, that's around the time that I was evolving my relationship with God. And so um, another thing too, in my natal chart, I have both Jupiter and Saturn in my 12th house. So that is, (laughs) so that's one of the reasons why I believe that I am more internal and growing spiritually because of those planets as well. Like that's a huge influence, but that was one of my favorite
1: parts about the reading too. Well, you know, you do walk with God. And when I think about going back from the time I met you nine years ago, first radio reading to now, Uh, I believe that you've bought this house, you've completed education a couple of times, you've risen up in your career, you shook off past karmic debts, you've really come into yourself and you created your relationship with God. Like some pretty powerful stuff. And in all of this, you created this little Aquarian Juju who Mm -hmm. is her own identity. And she's a fascinating little personality. Who, you know, I, uh, you know what? She'd be such a fun person to have on the show later, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. 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 She'd have yeah. lots to add. Well, thank you, my friend. And thank you for picking me as your psychic. Of course. You're wonderful. You, you have, I mean,
0: you know, like you truly have a gift and people, whether they call you a psychic, a guru, a, a mentor, I mean... At the end of the day, you're delivering a message and you're doing it with love. And so when you deliver any message with love, it's just, you know, you could only grow from that,
1: right? Well, thank you. Enjoy uh, your spring and we will chat again very soon. Take care. Well, thank you to Maria for sharing the messages and their meanings with us. What you may not know is that Maria is an incredible astrologer. Gotta love that. And thank you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars and a review, or share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by, but I think about you about you all the time.
0: Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit bernicebissonpsychic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember,
1: spirit has your greatest good at heart, your soul is light, and you are valued.
0: Let's Take This Outside, available on
1: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.